What up, what up, what up, yogis? Getting one of my favorite arm balances, Bakasana Crow Pose in. And just remember, it's all about bone over bone alignment to maximize that balance. And then just have fun with it. If you have a yoga block, grab that yoga block. Else maybe a pillow or, you know, maybe like a, any, any type of foam prop. Or bolster if you had that. But other than that, not a big deal. One simple thing is just starting from all fours, hands and knees. Shoulders stacked over the wrists. Hips over the knees. Drop the belly. Inhale, deep breath in. Cow. Exhale, cat. And we just want to look at our arms. Arms are nice and flat. Palms are nice and flat. You can take a few more cat cows as I'm you know, going over this. But just check in with the fingertips. Fingers are... Evenly spaced on the ground, on the floor, wherever you're at. Maybe a slight outward twist, like you're opening up some mason jars just to get the the palms nice and rooted into the earth. So you think about it, if you lean your shoulders forward over the fingertips, and then you lean your shoulders backwards, you can feel a little bit of difference in the pressure going towards the hands. But keep the weight evenly dispersed through your fingertips. Going from there, and then... Shoulders, triceps can spin inwards a little bit. Super convenient so that you can see that your elbow creases are making a straight line. So when you bend your elbows forward, like we're going into our chaturanga, our elbows are going straight backwards, not going out to the side, bowing out to the side or anything like that. So think about that. So as we hinge at the elbows, our forearm is staying perpendicular, so our forearm's going straight up 90 degrees from the crease of our wrist, and then our heart is leaning forward, and we can see how our forearms are straight, but we're hinging at the elbows. So think about in the back of the elbows, you can essentially rest your knees on the back of your triceps, going all the way up towards your armpits, or you can hug them Hug your knees on the outside of your triceps. So flip your wrist over, stretch the back of the wrist a little bit, going forward and backwards. Get some head and neck rolls, shoulder rolls, things of that nature. Keep filtering that ujjayi breath, glorious ocean breath. So stand up on the knees, shake the arms out, shake the wrists out, and then just plant the hands down shoulder width apart and then zip the inner edges of your feet together so you get used to that and then you get used to pointing your toes straight backwards and then just trying to curl them in towards the glutes get that little get that motion so you've got almost like a dolphin fin type of feet action so the inner edges the creases of the feet are connected Toes are pointed backwards and then just trying to draw the heels in close to the glutes. And then from there, leaning forward with the heart, hinging at the elbows. Just practicing that. And then we're going to hop up onto the feet. You can try and keep your hands forward, you know, folded on the ground as we stand up. But if not, we just, we're going to crouch down. So we're going to, hands are going to be flat. Inner edges of the feet are together, and then the knees are going to rest behind the triceps, or they're going to re rest on the outside of the triceps. 
They're on the outside of the triceps, so you gotta squeeze the knees into the triceps to create that nice little lock. If you go on the back of the triceps, it's a little bit easier, I believe, just because then you can press the knees into the elbows and literally just rest your knees on the back of the triceps as we start to shift the weight forward. So we gotta be cognizant of where our hips are. So when you think about this from the side angle, from the side picture, like if you're, you know, it's a good opportunity to, you know, videotape yourself, practice, you know, your little tripods. I, you know, first started out putting my phone in my shoe as a tripod, but prop it up on anything, get a side view, and just look at yourself so you can imagine and think about how your hips are going to be stacked right over your elbows, right over your wrists. And that's essentially going to be where your center of gravity is. So when we're standing up, when we're moving around, twisting, spinning, dancing, you think about your center of gravity. You know, if you take a bucket of water, spin it around in a circle, where's its center of gravity? So this will be the main picture from the side is the hips over the elbows, over the wrists, and then from there you just press into the fingertips and the hands to teeter-totter yourself forward and backwards to find that nice equilibrium. So hands come down, shoulder width apart, and then maybe you know about eight to almost a foot, you're depending on who you are, you know is your feet so you're gonna be up on your tippy toes zipping the edges of the feet together and then knees can press to the back of the triceps or they can press them outside and squeezing into the triceps and then from there you're just gonna to start to shift the hips forward until you start to feel maybe one toe lift off the ground and then both toes keep zipping the feet together keep your gaze forward in front of your fingertips keep breathing and you just want to keep your gaze forward, that way you don't tuck and roll. And then that's when you start to draw the heels in towards the glutes. Keep pointing the feet. And then eventually you can play around with maybe extending one leg back while you're still pressing your knee into the tricep of the opposite arm. And so try that as many times as you want. So that's coming from pretty much like all fours are standing. You can also come from having your head down onto a block or a bolster. So think about tripod headstand. Your arms are already in a good position where the forms are perpendicular to the mat. Your triceps are pretty much parallel to the mat. And then from there, your head's in a good spot. So when you are in tripod headstand and you bring your knees to the back of the triceps, that's when you start pressing into your fingertips. And then you start shifting your hips from above your head to above your elbows. And as you shift your hips to above your elbows, then that's when you can lift your head off the ground and find that teeter-totter equilibrium balance and then once your hips are right over your elbows over your wrists then you're in that crow pose and all you got to do is keep squeezing the feet together and the heels of your feet up towards your glute to get that good form and then don't forget the smile for the camera of course so that's another good reason to look up is you want to look up for the camera 
you know, get your video in, get your photo in, get the smiles, the good vibes in, don't take it so serious, you know, I've fallen on my face, but that's why you practice on the carpet or soft surface first, or if you want the challenge, you know, just take your time, that's the biggest thing is, you know, we'll get to the point where we can jump into crow pose during our vinyasa, and that's not a problem, but we want to take our time. We want to make sure that we get the muscle memory, the habitual muscle memory of our body knowing slow, controlled, steady, so that when we do it fast, it's, you know, already muscle memory reflex. The body knows the symmetry, knows where to, you know, apply the right pressure. So, have fun with that. Practice, practice, practice. So when we want to start with the block on the ground or bolster, all you got to do is just put your the crown of your head similar to, you know, like being in a tripod headstand. Very accessible way to get in there. And then you can also put a block underneath the feet so your hands can be on the, gr the ground completely flat. And if you have, you know, I would say like a shoebox, but those aren't very sturdy. So if you just have like a yoga mat, you could probably extra yoga mat, you could roll it up, uh, you know, a block would be preferable as a solid height. So anything that can elevate, you know, you could even use like a stack of books to elevate your feet a couple inches off the ground just to assist you in, you know, getting the feet elevated in general first. So the shoulders are stacked. And then you put your feet onto the books, let's say a stack of books, like three or four solid books, you know, hopefully like at least an inch thick, solid reading material, hard, hardback, but soft is cool too, doesn't have to be that big, you almost have a pocketbook, you just need to put your, the, pretty much the balls of your feet on top of the book, Show, hands are shoulder width apart, probably start off, you know, just to press your knees into the back of the triceps versus the outside because outside you got to use a lot of more groin muscle to you know like uh, hip flex it in so let's say you start with the knees on the back of the triceps for this first time hands are down shoulder width apart gazes forward in, bet in between the fingers and up and then the tippy toes essentially are on top of the books and we're just starting to lean forward and then maybe just lift the left tippy toes and then lift the right tippy toes and then connect the feet. And then just keep drawing the heels in towards the glutes. And just take your time. Breathe through it. Feel through it. And then you'll be able to start doing, you know, crow pose on hand railings. On any type of ledge. You know, a lot of, a lot of fun things. And then next we'll get into side crows and some of the flying pigeons but they all go pretty much off the same premise of the Picasso crow pose hips stacked over the elbows over the wrist and then just balancing you know the feet and the head on the opposite sides but mainly just finding that nice torso stacked right over the elbows and almost a little cannonball so it keeps it real compact Keeps that center of gravity pretty pretty manageable, a lot more manageable, I believe, than you know going up into a handstand.
So namaste and then you know don't don't be afraid of the ground, don't be afraid, you know, of you know essentially coming out of the pose, falling out of the pose if you want to say it like that, because you know, we're already so close to the ground, that's a good thing. Uh you know, handstand, your arms are locked, but here your arms are already bent a little bit, so you've got that suspension, natural suspension working for you. And pretty much our face is already like six six inches away from the ground, and it's easy to turn left or right. So that's why I practice with pillow, carpet, have fun with it, you know, laugh at yourself, hug yourself, self-love, self self-care. Go through that whole exploration of... You know, just meet and greet the muscles that we're going to be using. I was thinking about, you know, we'll get to the point where we're crowd surfing, jumping into the mosh pit. But right now we're just going out there casually, you know, handshaking everybody, seeing what's up. Giving our hi, how you doings. And uh, that's about it. So namaste. Appreciate you, fam. Enjoy the practice. You know, add a crow pose in anytime you're going from, you know, in your vinyasa forward fold, inhale, halfway lift, and then exhale. You can step your feet back to high plank or low plank, or you can go in a crow pose, shoot the legs back on the exhale. That's another fun thing, too. So when you're uh, crow pose, you can exhale, chaturanga, shoot the legs back. That's always a fun little caveat, you know, skill to embellish on and work on and then you can go up dog down dog and then jump forward into crow pose boom exhale straight back to chaturanga inhale up dog exhale to your down dog hop forward crow pose chaturanga inhale up dog exhale down dog inhale top of the mat exhale forward fold inhale tadasana rise all the way up get a little breather and then do it again rinse and repeat so have fun with the practice. Appreciate y'all. Namaste. Nash says hello. He's TKO'd, of course. So the audio support, but appreciate y'all.